This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. But let's start with some big news today concerning WestJet. This has been uh, an ongoing issue. WestJet pilots have been pushing to form a union. Uh, the airline uh, has many concerns about that. Well, today it became official. WestJet pilots are going to unionize. The statement from WestJet's president and CEO Greg Saretsky reads as follows, quote, We are disappointed with the outcome of the vote, but we are dedicated to moving forward as a team. We will now focus on engaging in constructive dialogue with the ALPA and concentrate on the continued success of the organization for guests, employees, and shareholders. Joining us for some thoughts on why this has become such an issue, what WestJet's uh, concerns are, Pleased to welcome to the program Carl Moore, Associate Professor uh, at the Days Hotel uh, Faculty of Management, McGill University. He's an airline analyst. Uh, Carl, thanks for joining us here. Welcome to the program. My pleasure. All right. Well, why was uh, WestJet so resistant to, to pilots unionizing, and why did the pilots want to unionize? Well, something where WestJet started, you know, not that long ago, a little over 20 years ago, and started off as a uh, feisty upstart against Air Canada, the big bad guy, David and Goliath story, and and had great success, much to, uh, you know, to their credit, and grew a lot, and they wanted to kind of maintain that family atmosphere, a different culture than Air Canada. If you've ever flown, you know, they're more fun, friendly, caring, and they're better moments. Uh, so they wanted that kind of culture that that was the original of it to keep going but now they're up over what 12,000 employees uh it's harder to do that and what a number of the pilots obviously felt and it's been a couple runs now this one successful at forming a union is that as they grew they lost that sense of working side by side and got into a point where they felt they needed a union to represent them well that it no longer was a culture working for them in a way that it had in the past you know, it's funny because when we think of pilots, we tend to think of, you know, being a pilot as this, this glamorous profession where you're, you're earning a lot of money uh, that you've got it made as a pilot. Um, but that, that's not the reality, is it? Well, it's certainly part of it. Like, one of the issues is looking at a system where they don't use seniority for when the pilots get to, you know, which uh, flights they have. And in most airlines, in my experience, it's based on seniority. So as you get older, you know, your kids are getting older, more family responsibilities. Uh, you get to kind of lean in a bit and be more helpful to your spouse and to the family if you have them. Where this is, a, a, it was done in Western a different way. And so part of it is saying we want to do it in a way that helps us that we think is relevant. But again, if you're a brand new pilot and it's a small airline, you don't worry about things like that. But as it gets older and evolves and gets bigger, you kind of feel a bit lost in the shuffle. And some of the things you'd like to see as the more experienced and more senior pilots is that kind of flexibility that you might not get if we treat everyone exactly the same. So you you can argue back and forth, but certainly most airlines go with the seniority part because it makes life a little bit easier for the pilots because it, it pays well. But it's very demanding. You're, you know, it's physically exhausting. You're often going through various uh, time zones. You'll fly at strange hours, you know, compared to most of our jobs. So yeah. it's a hard job in many ways, and one that's disrupted on the family life as well. Uh, right. So is, is it about money, or is it about, do you think, some of those, more of those working condition issues? I think it's a matter of working conditions, but also voice. Mm-hmm. Um, as a company goes, it just, it's harder. Like Clive probably knew everybody's name 
practically. Right. Uh, Greg can't do that. And nothing against Greg. He's a great guy. Just that, you know, there's 12,000 people. You can't possibly remember everybody, know everyone. So the atmosphere changes over time. And I think it's just it's the nature of a growing opera. So the success they've had has caused them a problem. But in some ways, that's because they've been successful. And you've got to rethink how you organize things as you get to that size. Google, when it started off, was two guys in a garage. Now it's, you know, 30, 40, 50,000 employees, whatever it is. It's got to be act different as well. It's, it's, it's part of the price of success. It's interesting. And I read one of the articles here where it talks about the issue of, of scheduling. Uh, when it comes to pilots. Uh, This story notes that the shifts that WestJet pilots get each month aren't based on seniority. They're based on a a socialized bidding system, which new pilots have the same chance to get a certain shift as most senior pilots. But the industry norm is seniority-based bidding. So is that going to be maybe the the first order of business, you suspect? Well, that's one of the things that typically start off as a young person without family responsibilities, then as you get older, you're more senior, but then you're, you, know, you, you start a family often, and then you, know, you want to help your spouse with looking after the kids. So you want to work around a schedule that fits his or her schedule, not just your schedule, or one that just, you want some control over that. And, and that's something where the, uh, the older pilots are looking for. And, and they, so the, the socialized system is great if you you know, just come in and you've been there one year, but it's something which they would see it at relative to other airlines penalize the more senior, the, the older people. So in terms of how this is going to affect WestJet, uh, you know, as you say, I mean, maybe WestJet's looking for that competitive advantage, and we hear they're going to launch their own uh, discount airline uh, coming up soon. Is, is there a concern that this is going to hit them in the bottom line, that it's going to make it more difficult to, to compete uh, on that side? Well, part of it is uh, WestJet has moved from one type of plane, you know, the Southwest Model 737, to four types, or they're in the midst of going to that. And I've talked to Greg about it, and, and they think they can do it, and he's had experience uh, at Alaska and Canadians suggesting you can. And now WestJet's got experience where you can do that. But as you get to more complex, longer routes, it's helpful to have some flexibility among your pilots. And we see that at Air Canada, which has the normal main line that also has Rouge more of a lower cost one and for the rouge pilots they've asked more flexibility so when you're competing with a rouge and they're, and they're going for a, a ultra low cost carrier which would be even cheaper than rouge that kind of flexibility is something that's helpful from a business viewpoint but it make it make make it tougher for your pilots and for your flight attendants so there's a tension what the business executives want and what the life of the average person working the airline might end up as and so I think that's partly why the union is saying it has been something a number of pilots want, but they want a bit more say and to go, we're not going to sacrifice lives entirely for a competitive advantage, but there's some balance here. Now, and, and I wonder then going forward, if, you know, when WestJet launches uh, it, its own discount airline, does, does the unionization carry over? Are those pilots who work for that airline automatically unionized? Not necessarily. When you look at Rouge, for example, it's been less unionized so they they've asked for greater flexibility there and that's kind of partly why they have a somewhat of a separate organization so you might see that the ultra low cost carrier they want different business model they want greater flexibility they're asking a bit more from the pilots and the flight attendants and the counter crew because they want to compete with rouge and they want to compete with you know EasyJet and ryanair and, and uh spirit down the u.s and all and and what they're arguing is different business models we need something if we want to compete successfully we need to act a bit differently. And so I think that's a bit of what you might see play out here. All right. Well, it'll be interesting. Carl, appreciate the insight. Thanks for making some time for us here.
My pleasure. All right, there you go. That's uh, Carl Moore. He's an associate professor at McGill University, an airline analyst. Uh, so this has been going on for years. There have been previous votes where pilots voted against unionization. I think the last one was two years ago. Uh, but now it's 62% in favor. So that's come down today. Again, as mentioned, WestJet disappointed with the outcome, but dedicated to moving forward as a team. 403-974-8255 is our number. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.